Hi there, Kermaholics. Welcome back. It is your host, Kinsey. I hope everybody had a really fun and safe 4th of July weekend with their family. I am here with another Missing Mondays episode. And as you know by now, Missing Mondays was a segment that was created because at any given time, 90,000 people are missing in the U.S. While some are found alive or deceased, the majority of them are still missing today. And it is my goal with Crimeaholics to keep missing persons' name and information in the media to aid in their return home the best that we can. On this episode of Missing Mondays, I will be covering the disappearance of Ashley Summers. Between 2007 and 2013, the FBI believed that she may have also been kidnapped by Ariel Castro from Cleveland, Ohio, who held Amanda Berry, Gina Jesus, and Michelle Knight captive for over 10 years. Ashley Summers grew up in Cleveland, Ohio with a very large family. Ashley was the first baby ever born into their family made up of 10 aunts and uncles. With Ashley being the only baby in the family, the majority of her aunts became very close with her and created a strong bond. Her aunts would often watch her while her mother Jennifer worked. They would play games such as school, house, grocery store clerk, and would spend hours playing outside together. As Ashley's aunts got older, they began to form their own families, which in turn gave her multiple cousins to grow up with. Not only did Ashley grow up with a lot of cousins, but as she became older, her mother would eventually give her four younger siblings. Each of her family members stated that Ashley was very devoted when it came to her younger siblings. She would often help her mother care for them while she was at work. She would take the younger siblings and push them around in a stroller in town for long walks. Their favorite things to do together was go to the local park and spend hours there until the sun went down. Ashley always made sure that they were fed and well taken care of while her mother was away. Her mother Jennifer stated that she rarely ever had had problems out of Ashley. She was always so helpful with her siblings around the house and didn't really ever talk back or give her mom a lot of attitude. However, as Ashley's 14th birthday became closer, Jennifer and the rest of the family started to notice major changes in Ashley. As the days got closer to Ashley's birthday, she began to start really rebelling against her mom. She stopped helping with her younger siblings, she stopped helping around the house, and she started giving her mother a lot of attitude and back talk. The biggest change that they noticed about Ashley was that prior to this, she really wasn't big into boys. But suddenly, that's all Ashley could think about. One night, her younger siblings tell on Ashley to their mother and let her know that while she was away at work, Ashley was bringing over her 16-year-old boyfriend, Gene, who lived not too far from their house. This really upset Jennifer because, one, she was not okay with Ashley bringing home a boy while she was not present. And two, it was because Ashley had been completely hiding this entire relationship from her mother. Jennifer completely disapproved of the relationship between Ashley and Jean. She felt that Ashley was too young to be dating and that the relationship was getting too serious. But as we can imagine, because Jennifer was so against the relationship, Ashley was determined to continue seeing Jean and starts to tell everybody in her family that she is in love with him. The closer she got to Jean, the more she began to rebel. She often tried to stay out late with her friends and spend as much time away from home and her family as possible, which was very unlike her. When she was home with her mom, her and Jennifer would often argue and her 
her mom started to feel really heavily overwhelmed dealing with Ashley's behaviors. Not only is Jennifer trying to do her best to deal with Ashley's behaviors, she is a very hardworking mother who does an excellent job providing for her kids. She would keep the cash from her paychecks in an envelope inside her dresser drawer in her bedroom. One day, she started noticing small amounts of money going missing, but didn't bring attention to it until one day when she went into the envelope and every bit of cash from her paycheck was missing. Jennifer knew that Ashley took the money, so she tried to have a talk with her about it, but Ashley insisted that she didn't take the money. Days would go by after her mom confronted her, and Ashley would come home in the evening one day with a tattoo on her arm. The tattoo was a heart with her boyfriend Jean's name tattooed inside of it. Her mother, rightfully so, was very upset that not only did she get a tattoo without her permission, but she now knew where most of the missing money likely went to. This would be the final straw for Jennifer as she felt she had no other choice but to have Ashley go stay with her grandmother in hopes that her behavior would turn around. All of Ashley's family lived within a couple mile radius of each other, so her mom was confident that even though she was having Ashley leave the house, that she would still be safe and taken care of by her entire family. But Ashley would continue to see Jean and hang out with her friends instead of doing the things that she was supposed to do. This would ultimately turn into Ashley basically going from family member's house to family member's house. Her mom was not too concerned though because their family was all very close and everybody was always looking out for each other and the majority of their cousins were always spending time together. So the grandkids going from grandparents' house to another aunt and uncle's house was something that was very common in her family. So her mom really didn't think twice about it. Towards the end of June 2007, Ashley asked her aunt Summer if she could come and stay with her because she was tired of staying at the grandparents' house. Summer told her that she was more than welcome to come and stay with her to grab her stuff and to come back. But two whole weeks would go by and Ashley never took Summer up on the offer. Instead, she started staying at her Uncle Kevin's house. Ashley's mom was okay with this as Kevin's house was the place where most of the cousins had spent their time. Kevin was known as the fun uncle. On July 4th, 2007, Ashley was planning on attending a pool party for her Uncle Keith's birthday. Her Uncle Keith's home was just a few blocks over from where her Uncle Kevin lived, so she had planned on walking over to the pool party alone. When she arrived at her uncle's home, all of her cousins were already there playing inside the pool. Her Uncle Keith's wife had noticed that Ashley seemed to be a little down and asked her if she wanted to get in the pool and play with her cousins. Ashley tells her yes and she gets in the pool with her cousins and they spend some time together, but the longer that Ashley was there, the more her aunt noticed that something was really bothering her. So she takes Ashley aside and asks her if there was anything on her mind and Ashley begins to tell her that earlier in the day, she and her Uncle Kevin had gotten into an argument over Ashley texting another family member over some supposed drama. This really upset her Uncle Kevin for whatever reason and he tells her to stay out of it but she ignored him. And when she ignored him, Kevin took her phone, ripped it out of her hand and smashed it into pieces. Shortly after Ashley opens up about what was bothering her, she tells her aunt and uncle that she's going to see her aunt Christina, who lives just two miles away. Again, her walking there to her aunt's house was not something uncommon for their family, so nobody really thought anything of it. Except for this time, Ashley was not going to have a cell phone to be able to contact anybody because her uncle Kevin had smashed it. Her uncle Keith says that he watched Ashley walk out of their fence, take a left onto the sidewalk, and that was the very last time anybody had seen her alive. Ashley never made it over to her aunt Christina's house, but her aunt wasn't even aware that Ashley was on her way over, so she didn't know to be out on the lookout for her. 
Two days would go by and Jennifer never hears from Ashley and she starts to get a little concerned so she calls her brother Kevin to check on her daughter. Kevin informs his sister Jennifer that Ashley had never came home two days ago and he has no idea where she is. This really scares Jennifer so she starts calling all of the other family members and each one of them had said they had not seen Ashley since July 4th. Right away, as any frantic mother would, she files a missing persons report with the police department, but they treated it as a runaway situation because of Ashley's behavior at home with her mother and her bouncing around from family member's house to family member's house. But her family knew better and knew that it was not like Ashley to just walk away from her family. So within 24 hours of Ashley's disappearance, her family takes to the streets with missing person flyers. Her mom held out hope in her heart that maybe Ashley did run away and that maybe she would be coming home safe. She was hoping that maybe Ashley had even run away with her boyfriend, Gene. So the family starts questioning him pretty quickly, but he also states that he had not seen Ashley for several days prior to the 4th. Gene goes on to tell her family that he and his father dropped Ashley off at her uncle Kevin's house just days before the 4th, and that was the last time he had seen her. But again, her mom was holding out hope that Gene was lying, so she came up with a plan in her head to hang missing flyers of Ashley near Gene's home in hopes that Ashley would see them and think to herself that her family is really worried, her mom's very concerned, scared for her safety, and that she should head home. Her mom noticed that the more she hung up flyers near Jean's house, somebody was going behind her and tearing them down, and she believed that it was Ashley and Jean taking them down themselves. The more the flyers were torn down around Jean's home, the more that Jennifer was convinced that Ashley was with Jean. So she came up with the idea to follow Jean around town in hopes that he would be able to lead her to Ashley. But unfortunately, nothing ever turned up. And during this time, Jean was brought in twice to the police station for questioning. His statements were never released to the public, but whatever he said to the police got him off of their radar. He was never considered a person of interest or a suspect in her disappearance. The police then move on to questioning all of the other men in her family, but unfortunately, this just leads to dead ends. Ashley's family began to lose hope as nothing was turning up and everything was leading to a dead end. That was until four weeks after Ashley's disappearance, her mom was at work and she receives a phone call from an unknown number. Her mom answers the phone and there is a girl on the other end who she believes is Ashley. Before her mom could say anything, the girl says, I'm okay, don't be worried. Her mom tries to ask where she was, if she was okay, but the girl quickly hangs up the phone. The FBI did try to trace this phone call, but they were very unsuccessful. This was the last possible trace of Ashley until six months later. One evening, Ashley's grandparents were driving around in Cleveland late at night when they noticed a female walking down the sidewalk who had a very striking resemblance to Ashley. Her grandmother stated that the reason that the girl had caught her eye is because her face looked so much like her granddaughter. She said that the girl who was walking down the sidewalk was staring directly at her into their car. Her and her husband were convinced that this was Ashley, so they turned their car around to go double check and try to talk with the girl. But by the time they got their car turned around, the girl had went down a side street and completely disappeared. Once again, feeling them leaving hopeless, and it would be several more years before there was another possible sighting of Ashley. Seven years after her disappearance, a photo of a woman started circulating around. This photo showed a woman at an ATM in Rhode Island. This photo started circulating because the woman in the photo was on Rhode Island's most wanted list. When I saw this photo at first, 
I was completely convinced that this was Ashley because her and the girl in the photo, I swear, could be twins. The FBI did a facial recognition with Ashley's photo and they said that there was an 80% match between Ashley's photo and the girl in the ATM photo. Due to the fact that there was such a striking resemblance and nobody had any idea who this woman was, the FBI put up billboards all along the East Coast asking the public if they knew who the woman was. A good amount of time would pass before they would get any answers as to who this lady was. Her family was holding out hope that it was Ashley, but unfortunately a family stepped forward stating that the woman in the photo was their daughter. They said that she had been in trouble for quite some time throughout the years and they had lost contact with her, but the second that they saw the photo, they knew exactly who it was. So Ashley's family was back to square one, having no idea what happened to her or where she was. However, during this time, the FBI had an entire investigation going on that her family at first was unaware of. The FBI had taken notice that there were several girls in the Cleveland, Ohio area that were also missing around the time of Ashley's disappearance. And there are so many similarities between the disappearances as well. There was Ashley Summers, Amanda Berry, and Gina DeJesus. All three of the girls were from Cleveland, Ohio. All three of them were extremely close to their family. All three had went to the same exact school, but at different times and grew up around the same neighborhood. But in each of these cases, there was very little evidence leading them to any of the girls. The FBI would yet again be at another dead end. Until 2013, when a very young female from Cleveland, Ohio calls into the police and tells them that her name is Amanda Berry and she has been missing for 10 years and she was being held captive inside of a home in Cleveland. When the police arrive to the home on Seymour Avenue in Cleveland, Ohio, they find out that there is also two more females being held captive inside this home. The news breaks extremely quick and Ashley's family is just walking on eggshells waiting for the FBI to call them and tell them that Ashley was one of the girls inside the home. But very sadly, the FBI calls to let them know that Ashley was in fact not one of the three girls. The girls rescued from the home were Amanda Berry, Gina DeJesus, and Michelle Knight. The FBI combed through that home, like every single possible inch of that home for evidence, and there wasn't a single piece that led them to believe that Ashley was ever in the home. The FBI even went as far as questioning the three girls about Ashley, and all three stated that they had never seen her inside the home or even knew of her. While the three families were finally able to celebrate the return of their loved ones after 10 years, Ashley's family was feeling heartbroken that they still had no answers, but they said they were shown not to give up hope by Amanda, Gina, and Michelle being rescued 10 years after their initial disappearance. Since 2013, there has not been a lot of progress in her investigation, but in 2020, her uncle Kevin that she lived with was arrested and charged with rape, gross sexual imposition and compelling prostitution and was sentenced to 35 years in prison. However, the police have not said that there is any type of correlation between Ashley's disappearance and these charges, but they will never stop working on Ashley's case. Ashley Summers is missing from Cleveland, Ohio. She was last seen around a family's residence sometime between July 4th and July 9th, 2007. She is a Caucasian female who stands at 5 feet 5 inches tall and has brown hair and blue eyes and weighed approximately 130 pounds at the time of her disappearance. Ashley has a tattoo on her right arm of a heart with her boyfriend's name Jean inside of the heart. It is a possibility that since then Ashley has gotten the tattoo covered up. If you have any information about the disappearance of Ashley Ashley Summers, you are encouraged to call the Cleveland Police Department at 1216 
623-5000. Crimeaholics, if you haven't already, I highly encourage you to join our Crimeaholics podcast discussion group on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at crimeaholics.podcast where I will have pictures of Summer posted or you are welcome to follow me personally at this is Kenzie, K-E-N-Z-I underscore on Instagram. Crimeaholics, as always, be aware and take care.